Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today podcast that everyone listens right, hey, to. Well, I'm enough. Will Brinson. That's enough. No. That's enough, Will. Oh, no. He's back. Oh, you've no. Done enough. All right. You took, you've taken over enough here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Very excited for today's show. Will is still here. Hey, Will, what's up? What's up, Adam? How are you doing? Good thanks job. For, thanks for team. having me for a second day. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Great episode last night. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, Dave Richards here. Hey, Dave. That crossover was amazing. It lasted five seconds. Well done. <laughs> we had a whole bonus episode of your podcast. I know, I know, I know. But the, this one, five seconds long. Like, mm-hmm. Let Will hang and host for a little bit. No, I, I, Let's I've, see what he you, can do. You know, you know what the problem was? He was doing Adam's that, job. That was the Adam. second best intro we ever had. The first one was the <laughs> crossover episode. <laughs> uh-huh. the intro, so. <laughs> well, that's two great intros in a row then. Uh, we are doing a live mock draft. We're doing it right now. So let's get right back to it. And I am actually on the clock with the third pick, and I'm so happy that Alvin Kamara is there. I didn't want McCaffrey. I wanted Kamara, so I am taking... Oh, I also will play some walk-up music um, a little later for everybody. All right, so it's 12 teams. It's half-point PPR. It's half PPR. 12 teams, half PPR, two running backs, two receivers, a flex, obviously quarterback, tight end, kicker, DST, and four or five bench spots. We only have uh, 40 seconds on the clock, so the picks are going to come fast here. Fourth overall was actually DeAndre Hopkins. So let's see. Will's on deck. He has the sixth pick. Let's see when Ezekiel Elliott goes. We all would have taken him fourth, right? I, I will take him if he's there. So for the record. I mean, it's just this is this is easy for me in this four, five, six range, because it's either you take Zeke if somebody lets him fall, or you know, with the PPR factor, you just go Hopkins or Devontae Adams, whoever's left. Like I, I mean, right? That's pretty, pretty much simple. It depends well, on your wrist thrush. Hopkins or your favorite receiver. Devontae Adams is, I think, fifth for me, th- right. third He's or third fourth for, for Dave. Sure. So. Who would you take above Devontae Adams? Julio, Juju. You do Julio and Juju? Oh, really? I, I, I Just Julio. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, Cruz Mosqueda has... He's got 30 seconds. Has cruised He's, out of here. <laughs> yeah, he is, cru- one of our drafts weighing his options. currently not drafting, so I'm going to just take uh, Ezekiel Elliott for him if he doesn't make his pick. His next clock is not even run out yet. What? That's, that's insane. Like he gets, him, yeah. Give him the full clock. I just did, and I had to suspend it and then reset it. You weren't paying attention. So I've done think... that for you multiple times uh, throughout the years. All right, so I'm going to give him Zeke, and that's going to put Will on the clock now with the sixth pick. Will wanted walk-up music, so... Ooh, this is good, Will. Yeah. <laughs> You've never heard this song. Unbelievable. All right, Will, what do you got? About a, it's about a meth lab. Um, I'll, uh, I'll take... Uh, well, now Heat's got me shook, but I'll just take Devontae Adams. All right, Devontae Adams. the guy you like. I don't really, I don't really like the spot. I'd rather be like 10 or 11 and get to the... To the yeah. Just see who falls. I hate being 12. That's where I'm at. And it just... We do all no, agree. We do all agree that Hopkins is the number one. Yes, yes, I okay, do. Okay. Yeah, I, Jamie, Jamie has Adams. So you have Juju above. I have Juju too. Okay, I like it. It's bold. And by the way, I'm Heath Cummings. Adam never introed me. Oh, I'm everybody sure. knows who you are, Heath. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm up now. I don't get walk up music. But there we go. Hey, come on, you and, get walk up uh, music. Ooh, that's good, Huey. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, the Heath is on. Well, the Heath. Oh, this Heath is on. Sorry, I misheard that. Eighties music. The Heath. The Heath is on. Okay. Right. right, right. Mm-hmm. That was Huey. All right, Heath. What do you got? Uh, I took Michael Thomas. I'm probably going to start zero running back again, which it turns out I do in every draft now. Um, well, I definitely do when I'm picking 10th. We'll see who Dave goes with here. I assume he's going to take Travis Kelsey since I didn't let him have him yesterday. Dave is up. Oh, this is my walk-up music. <laughs> Ready to do a I love that it's not on the All right, Dave's got the kind of a jingle overall. What was that? I can't hear. I just can't hear anything in my It's not turned off a lot that was the Friday night is a great night for football theme from uh-huh. the last Boy Scout. That's Do you remember the last Boy of course, Scout? Of course. Okay. Just all right. one of an all an all time classic football film if there ever was one. So let's let's talk here because the picks are coming off the board. Dave took Travis Kelsey and Odell Beckham, twelve and thirteen. Ben Schrager is our producer. He's in this league. He's picking eleventh. He just took Tyreek Hill. Uh, he took David Johnson eleventh and then Tyreek Hill. Will, which start do you like better? David Johnson and Tyreek Hill? Or Travis Kelsey and Odell Beckham? 
Well, as Heath and I detailed on the Pick Six podcast, my daily or our daily NFL podcast, not my podcast. Um, Adam was on there yesterday, but I, I think I'm out on David Johnson. I'm with I'm with Heath. I'm I'm out. I don't want David Johnson. Um, I have I have a moral quandary with Tyreek Hill as well. So uh, I would vastly prefer Dave's spot. I also think that, that the important thing to note here too is that like because a lot of people oh, I'm on the clock. A lot of people have um, these issues. That they'll be like, hey, you know, who should I take? Um, you know, like, should I have the fifth pick or the 12th pick? Like I get to draft my, I get to pick my draft spot. Which one would you rather have? I would much rather have 12 than five. 12 and six for sure. I definitely rather have 10. And that's where I was right in the same group. Dalvin Cook guys. is not out here. Is 10. He? I feel really good about 12. Is a, I don't, I don't mind 12 at all in the first round. I really hate 12 after that. Adam, I'm trying to make a pick in time. I'm going to take uh Joe Mixon. All right, we're going to pause it after round two and sort of recap everything that's going on. But I thought Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb going after David Johnson, after James Conner was picked, by the way, uh, eight, ninth overall, going after Le'Veon Bell. Heath took Le'Veon. So you still, Heath, you still have Le'Veon over Nick Chubb, half PPR? Yeah, I'm going to take Le'Veon over Chubb and anything where catches count. I'm a little bit concerned non PPR if the Jets' offense is bad how good Le'Veon can be, but I think he's going to catch a ton of passes. We've already talked about how this Jets offense looks better than we thought it would. Darnold has played really great football this preseason. Uh, he's right on time with his receivers, and Le'Veon should catch a lot of passes. He's not going to get as many touches as he had with Pittsburgh, and the offensive line isn't going to be as good, but I think we can maybe put like another little brick of trust on Adam Gase now and say, okay, Maybe Adam Gase, no. even with the crazy eyes and the sniffing salts and the weird beard, maybe he knows what he's doing after all. I, I have I have been tortured by Adam Gase for three <laughs> years. Two preseason games, two quarters of a preseason game are not going to give me any more faith. But we're running away from David Johnson after one quarter of a preseason game. Oh, no, David Johnson wasn't line. worth this pick all of last year. I think it's. Weird. I, well, I do. Dude, neither I, was Le'Veon I, Bell. I, I, I'm not going to question your opinion. I do think one thing to note about Adam Gase, like whether or not you want to trust Adam Gase is sort of irrelevant, but I do think, and I tweeted this out the other day, I think that Adam Gase and Sam Darnold are a perfect quarterback and coach fit from a scheme perspective. Mm-hmm. Because Sam Darnold, this is what he ran at USC, these short little crossers, these dump downs, the easy plays, the easy throws. Mm-hmm. That's what Adam Gase is going to get. And if you have Le'Veon Bell and you paid him a bunch of money, it would be like borderline impossible not to get him involved. In that sort of scheme, yeah, and so that's like I'm not I'm not going to own any Le'Veon Bell because I'd rather have Chubb, Mixon, or or Dalvin Cook and the and or any of the wide receivers and like Bell's either going late in the first or middle of the second. I'm just not going to like by virtue of where he's being drafted, I won't own him. But I think he could have a, a fine season. I just don't, you know, I'm just not going to have it. I think the fit works, but I'm not going to be invested. All right, guys, I'm pausing the draft so we can talk about the first two rounds because I, I think pretty interesting here. It's a, it's a half PPR league. <laughs> And running backs, what are you yeah. laughing at over there? He Somebody, thinks it's funny that somebody took Chris Carson at the end of I round I think two. you have him ranked in the second round now. I you? do. I'm I am on board. Will's Chris laughing Carson. at your rankings. Well, yeah. Well, I'm laughing at Will's rank. <laughs> okay. So so just, let me let me go through the rounds real quick, and we'll talk about Chris Carson. But yeah, running backs went pretty early, and then it's half PPR, not full PPR. So we'll keep that in mind. Uh, round one was Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Hopkins, Zeke, Devontae Adams. Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster. Do we have any issues with Juju Smith-Schuster going eighth overall ahead of Connor, Thomas, David Johnson, etc.? I wouldn't do it. That's just that's just me. But I understand the allure of a high volume type of pass catcher in the Steelers' offense. Well, he's not going to come if if you want him. Yes. And you're at eight. You have to take him at eight because he's yes. not going to be there on the back. Right. He might. He might. I'd say. I was hoping. No, I make, don't think so. I was hoping he'd make it to ten. I was taking him there. You know for sure he's not going to make it back to you if Heath Cummings is in your draft and well, he's got two picks before your second pick. Uh, James Conner, Michael Thomas, David Johnson at eleven, Travis Kelsey at twelve. Uh, then Dave turned around. He took Odell Beckham, Tyreek Hill, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb. See, like I, lo- I just love that sixteenth overall Nick Chubb. That's so far. I mean, they're all yeah. great picks. Yeah, but I love it. You yeah, agree Nick Chubb with? is going to be a monster. I mean, it's it, like that's the annoying thing about this about the Duke Johnson trade is that it condensed his value. Like Duke Johnson wasn't going to affect his value that much anyway. I but, agree. But Duke Johnson being traded moved Nick Chubb from a late second round pick that you were going to get a steal on to a guy that you have to take early in the second round. And if you are if you have a top 
five pick, you're just not going to get to look at him. And by the way, Dontrell Hilliard is a little banged up right now. So they might have to start the season with Nick Chubb as the lead back and his backup, Nick Chubb. This carry on Johnson heat is out of control. Well, hold on. One, yeah. So, so here's what happened after Nick Chubb. We go to 17 overall and Mike Evans gets taken. And that's the eighth wide receiver off the board. And Mike Evans, like I said on, on pick six yesterday, Mike Evans is just, or this morning, the number eight wide receiver. It seems like almost all the time he is in a tier of his own. And then what happened after that? Five, six running backs in a row to end the second round. Nobody's dipped into the Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper group yet. So we got Dalvin Cook, Will took Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, who I was going to take at 22. Todd Gurley went 21. Mm. 22 overall, I took on Johnson, then Chris Carson, uh, and then George Kittle. So is that six running backs in a row? Yes, yeah, six running backs in a row, and then George Kittle at the end of round two. I'm going to unpause the draft in a second, but you know, what's your reaction to that, guys? People not so far, eight wide receivers off the board, haven't gotten to that next tier yet. I think they're, they're going to go right now. I've got my next pick is either going to be Keenan Allen or Adam Thielen, um, mm. unless they're both gone. But I'll, uh, so anyway, uh, what do you think? What do you think? I think this is what should happen in draft. I don't know if it will happen in every draft because I think some people still could take receiver in late round two. But there's going to be a drop-off at running back soon. The drop-off has already happened at wide receiver. No, this, so is, this is what... This it is, makes perfect sense to me to have these running backs go late round two, and I think they're great values on top of it. This is what is happening in real-life drafts, like non-expert drafts. Like I did, one on, I did one on Saturday with a bunch of friends, and you, know, you have like Patrick Mahomes at six overall, even though it's a four-point passing league. But I mean, like that, it happens, right? I mean, that's, like, that's real life. Like You're like undercover mocks that you do. Yes. on Johnson, if you want on Johnson... You cannot wait until the third round to take him. No, people are taking him in the second round, and like I took, uh, I'm trying. Uh, I got Michael Thomas on the ra- uh, you know, coming back to me. And I, w- I wasn't going to take carry on over him. I was hoping carry on would fall in the third round. It's just not happening. The other thing to keep in mind is that if you are in a draft where receivers do sneak into late round two, the Keenan Allen's, Adam Thielen's, Antonio Browns, I, I think you'll see that there could be a little group of running back, maybe three of them, from Chris Carson, maybe Gurley's in that mix, maybe Fournette's in that mix, where you could say, okay. One of those guys will be there for me in early round three. I can afford to skip the running back position in late round two and either splurge on a tight end, splurge on Mahomes if he's still there like he is in this draft, or take a wide receiver that you would normally prefer to take in round three, but you get the guy you want then, knowing that you'll find the running back that you'll settle for in round three. This is a real, I think this is the most interesting inflection point of all the early part of all, all fantasy drafts right now, Where like because I'm on the clock, and I'm deciding between Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton. And if you look at the drop-off at wide receiver, you got Edelman, T.Y. Hilton, Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper, Cooks, Robert Woods. And then to me, there's a, there's a tier before Tyler, like it's Tyler Lockett and, and Chris Godwin and Cooper Cup and Kenny Galladay. I don't think any of those top guys will be left for me on the way back. So I'm going to take T.Y. Hilton here and well, take I, one to discount. Let me talk about Andrew people Luck. Think Andrew Luck's hurt. Yeah, like so. Yeah. So the Andrew Luck thing. I mean, it's easy to draft Luck even let if me, he's hurt. Let me tell you gonna, about Jacoby Brissett. He's going to go so <laughs> you, late. You say Andrew that Luck. funny, but you know what? I love Jacoby. Brissett. He looked great. And no, he he. Did the first two possessions were like three and outs, weren't they? He looked crappy, and then he looked really good. No, after he that didn't. He, he, he had a pass drop. He was on target with are you all convinced? but one deep ball. Are, did you see the first preseason game? He was dreadful. Obviously, there's going to be. A, a downgrade for T.Y. Hilton if Andrew Luck's not playing, obviously. I so, agree, but so, that's why it's that's also what, not going to... I hope it's not going to be all season long, and yeah. I think T.Y. Hilton's numbers will be okay. Look, I'm not taking him where Will took him. I, I would prefer to take him toward the end of round. But round I still two. think he's got redeemable qualities. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. writing him off like I am some other guys. My favorite player when Will was up is still available, so I'm just going to take him. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. All right, so round three so far has been Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown, Adam Thielen, Zach Ertz, Damian Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, Devontae Freeman, Julian Edelman, and Stefan Diggs. Let me just say, Marlon Mack, by the way, in terms of first-team reps in that game uh, on Saturday, was all over the field. He was in on passing downs. Naeem Hines barely played with the first team. So I don't know what to make of that, yeah. but that could be huge for Marlon Mack's value if he's on in on more passing downs. It would be huge for his value. And now I'm on the clock and lots of receivers are left. There's only one running back left that I really like, and that's Josh Jacobs. So I'm probably going to end up taking him. Mahomes is still on the clock. It's 36th and 37th overall. And I it, do I want him bad enough at this spot when I've already got just a tight end and, and one wide receiver? I'm going to say no. 
I'm not going to do it in this draft. I did it in another draft. I'm going to guess he's not going to make it past 40th overall. No, he's probably not. <laughs> Is that your pick? By the way, on the, T- on the one thing on the T.Y. Hilton thing, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen have to split targets. And that's fine. There's plenty of targets to go around, but they also have Irv Smith and Kyle right. So Robert Woods and, 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 and Brandon Cooks have to split targets. T.Y. Hilton's not splitting targets with any of those guys. Well, he kind well, of he knows. What, T.Y. Hilton? Yeah. In, on his team? Yeah, who's he splitting targets with? They added Bunchit. They added Paris Campbell. They've got Eric Ebron. <laughs> they are going. They are going Dave. to split it. He's not going to get 150 targets. He'll get 130. Maybe. Yeah, he'll get 140 close. probably. 135. 130 is yeah. not very good to be an elite receiver. That's not very good. I, would like I to see and you know what? We're we're all we're all out of elite receivers. Yeah. I mean, all right. So, well, I'm, I'm asking after Mike Evans. I'm asking Ty Hilton to be at least close to that. Guys, I got to take a break here. Let me tell you a few things. First of all, we have three sponsors today. They're all amazing. Fanduel.com/fft. Five dollar bonus on your first deposit. SeatGeek. Promo code is FFT on SeatGeek for ten dollars off your first purchase. And I haven't told you about Honey yet. But Honey actually used it just the other day on Chewy.com. I was buying cat food for, you know, my cat. And uh, Honey saved me like 15 bucks. And it's free, and it just searches coupon codes for you and finds great deals. It's, like, actually pretty amazing. So go to joinhoney.com slash FFT. Joinhoney.com slash FFT. I'm telling you, like, it's it's piece of cake to add. It's totally free, and it will just save you money. It just it just operates on your browser whenever you go to a site to check into something. Yep. You just it just it just tells you if you can save money. You click a button, you save money. It's easy. Yeah, it's really cool. Joinhoney.com/fft. Meanwhile, the telethon is tomorrow, Thursday, noon to six p.m. Eastern. Watch it on CBSSports.com. Help us raise money for St. Jude. There are two ways you can do that right now. If you go to eBay and you search fantasy football today, you will see two items up for auction. One is a spot in the podcast league. It is over $600 right now. It's amazing. All of it's going to St. Jude. So that's one way to get in the podcast league. The other way, you can bid on a guest appearance. You want to come on for 20 minutes or so and chat fantasy football with us. You can bid on eBay. Again, just search fantasy football today. All the proceeds there go to St. Jude. So those are two ways that you can help us out with our telethon, which you got to be watching tomorrow on CBS Sports HQ and on CBSSports.com. Let me take a quick break here. When we come back, we will continue our draft. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. All right, where were we? Back to the draft, everybody. We are into round three. Dave took Josh Jacobs and Brandon Cooks. Remember, it's not a three-receiver league. It is half PPR. Dave, are you regretting not taking Patrick Mahomes? I, as of now, I'm not, I don't think I will either. If this were a 10 team league, I would have done it, but I feel like I put myself at a disadvantage. If I spend two of my first five, much less two of my first four picks on a quarterback and a tight end, it's definitely going to leave me thin at either running back or wide receiver, or it's going to make my bench really, really ugly. I did this in a 14 team draft where I took both of them and yeah, I mean, my, my bench is deli sliced thin. It's bad. So I don't want to do that here, and I'll see. I, I know I'm going to get a good value quarterback later, so I'm not too worried about it. I, I do think the one spot you would be okay doing it is if you – twelve. Team, I agree, 14-team league, you don't want to do it, but a 12-team team, team league. <laughs> I did it, though. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah. Dave did it. Uh, 12-team league, if you can go – if you can get a, a good value at, like, a Kittle in the third round or Ertz in the third round, and then you can get Aaron Rodgers in the fifth, Aaron Rodgers in the sixth, Mahomes in the third, whatever yeah. it is, you, you just got to, at that point, you probably have to commit and go zero RB. But there are a ton of zero RB options out there. That's what I did in that 14 uh, team draft. Other time you would want to do it, and, and you're about ready to be timed out uh, here, Will, uh, um, is, and I just did it, I think is in a league where you only have to start two wide receivers. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, what so this one is. We've only got two running backs, that. we've only got two receivers. And I, I am fully behind and embrace the weight on quarterback, and that's what we should do. And we've, Told but, you and told you and told you, don't take Patrick Mahomes in the first. Don't take Patrick Mahomes in the gross. second. He, he's not going to match what he did last year, but he is, if he comes within 90% of what he did last year and you were getting him in the fourth round, that is an absolutely stunning value. Right. And you should take him there. It's not about purposely waiting for a quarterback until round 10. It's about waiting until you get one at a great value, and that's exactly what you I hate everything about this draft spot. I mean, it's just awful. Like, I don't want Melvin Gordon. I don't want any of these 
You're going to go with Chris Godwin. I was either going to do Chris Godwin or Kenny Galladay. When you don't know what to do in a fantasy draft, you, you got to close yeah. your eyes, and take put your Godwin. palms together, and pray to Godwin. This Godwin hype is out of control. Oh, it is. It's yeah. out of control. I disagree. I think he's going to get a lot of volume in the offense and score a bunch of touchdowns. What if what if Jameis stinks? Well, that, that's not going to happen. He could stink. He always stinks. He always stinks. Everybody's like, oh, Jameis. Look, that's why I'm not ranking Jameis in my top 10 quarterback, but I still think he's proven to create good numbers from receivers. But if Chris Godwin breakout is definitely going to happen, Jameis Winston is going to be a top 10 quarterback. Or Mike Evans is getting hurt. Or he throws 30 interceptions. You didn't think about that now, did you? Well, that doesn't seem like a realistic possibility. I said that before his rookie season, and the GM quoted me about it later. That was not fun. <laughs> he said, some people said he was going to throw 30 interceptions. He only threw 24. It's like, it's like, well, it's okay, I want to talk about my dilemma cool. right now, guys. Um, all right, so this is what happens when you when you draft running backs early, and then you got good running back value on the board and bad wide receiver value on the board. Uh, I have uh, Kamara and on Johnson. They were my first two picks. Adam Thielen was my third pick. And now the best wide receivers left are like A.J. Green, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Boyd. It feels early for all of them. So this is, I, but this is this is my point about the like this is the problem. If you if you get that quarterback or get that tight end, or if you like if I'd gone if I'd gone Marlon Mack instead of T. Y. Hilton, I would be facing the same dilemma. That's why I would rather take that wide receiver in the in the th- early. I just don't I don't think there's that big a difference between Chris Godwin and Tyler Boyd and Calvin Ridley. I, I see I agree. Chris Godwin is not in the in the elite category, he is a wide receiver too on a team that's going to pass a lot, and that's just Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I took Guess Calvin where Ridley we are in the draft though. Uh, I took We're Ridley forty six. These are the types of receivers that are available. By the way, Ridley Ridley and the Falcons don't play outside. Until November, I know we until November thirteenth. They only play three games outdoors all year. Yeah, I mean they're going to. We know. Yeah, we know. I mean, just making sure. I've got Matt know. Ryan ranked fourth for a reason. Will thank just you. Just making sure you know that I know. So anyway, I, I feel like I reached a little bit at that pick. I know nobody's listening to me right now. No, but you know what you did, Adam? You did exactly what I talked about doing in round two and round three. You realize that there's depth at running back. You know someone's going to make it back to you. And there wasn't a lot that you liked left at wide receiver. So you took the wide receiver that you would normally want to take in round five. You took him a little bit early in late round four. I think that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over that one. I think that's a smart move. Oh, thank you, Dave. That actually made me feel better. All right, so now I'm back on the clock as we're into round five, and I'll recap round and four. Look and who's avail- look, look at the names that are still available. Easy pick here. Easy, easy. Seriously, to me, it's Tevin Coleman or A.J. Green. No, no. There's don't, very easy pick. No, don't tell him. Oh, oh a tight end. He's not going to tell him. He's not going to tell him. I won't. I want him to come back to me. Okay. I don't think I want to take a tight end here. I think I want to take Ten, Tevin Coleman nine, or A.J. Green. Eight. Ooh, man. Hey, I didn't reset that. Who reset that? I didn't do that. Oh, who knows? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was just a little I swear slip I didn't reset my clock. Um, oh, I didn't even notice the clock reset. Adam, I can't believe you did that. I took Kevin Coleman. What was, the, what was the pick I should have made, Heath? Ingram? Melvin, Heath, Melvin um, Gordon. Oh, I was Evan Ingram. I missed Uh-oh. Melvin Gordon. You're not getting any of the tight ends now. Uh, sorry. Yeah, it is a little hard yeah. to do. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought you might have rolled the dice on Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I maybe I should have. I welcome to welcome to the Vance McDonald's drive-thru, buddy. No, Delaney <laughs> Walker. I'll get Delaney. I, I should just throw this mic down and leave, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I think, thanks thanks for being that. here, Will. Yeah. So let's uh, let me just recap round four there and tell go. me if any picks are, are really good or really bad. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Patrick Mahomes. How about Amari Cooper going to 40th overall with the news that he has plantar fasciitis or like a f- sort of plantar fasciitis? Uh, what did we think about that? That's a, the latest I've seen Cooper go. It's good value. Plantar, I've had plantar fasciitis. Me too. I, it I, will ruin your life. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it'll ruin. It'll ruin your ability to run hard sixty times a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah sixty yeah, times in a yeah. three-hour span. That's gonna really hurt. I don't think it ruins your life. Okay, so tell me why I should take a man of Tell me why I should take Evan Ingram over Hunter Henry here. Oh, easy. Because he's got a chance to finish as like a top twenty type of receiver, whereas Hunter Henry. I don't think has that type of upside. I, I think Ingram. I think Ingram is going to be the number one target in his offense, and I think Hunter Henry. Well, it depends on Keenan Allen. If Ingram Keenan is there, he's more be likely three. to realize that upside. I agree with that. I wouldn't say Hunter Henry doesn't have that upside. We could just go back to right, Philip Rivers Ingram, but treating Henry like Antonio Gates. Yeah, and Henry could be a 900 yard receiver with double digit touchdowns. I think that's. I think that's very possible. Now you got to be a little bit careful too. Like it's. I found myself, and maybe just kind of a Chargers homer. But I found myself like 
almost accidentally ending up with like multiple Chargers passing weapons? Would you feel comfortable having Keenan Allen um, and Hunter Henry on the same team? In a draft yesterday, I ended up with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis that. Kelsey, yeah. and Sammy Watkins. But that, that How do you feel that's not the same right. thing. Yeah, I mean, right, because it's the Chiefs. <laughs> Is I mean, the Chargers, Chargers a different story? I don't think so. No, Chargers I think are, it's okay. Okay. I mean, I am a little worried about Keenan Allen and his ability to play football. Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, he's beat up right now. He's got an ankle injury. He, he, I think his injuries thing is like overblown. I mean, he just had the ankle, ACL, knee. I don't know what it is. An ACL tear. Like, you know, what are you going to do? I know. He, he's played 16 games the last two seasons, so I'm not calling him injury prone, but it's not good when you're hurt before week one. So <laughs> back to the original he's question. Really, what do you think about Amari Cooper going uh, 40, what was it, 40th overall? I said, I said that's we good value. About it. You good didn't value. really talk about Andrew it. You talked about playing over shadows. When would you take Amari Cooper? Fourth round. Yeah, I I might go late round three. Okay. Um, after Cooper, you, you would rather taking... have T.Y. Hilton than Amari Cooper, right? Um, Me, uh, I wow. would. Okay, I would. You wouldn't or wouldn't? I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett and David Montgomery went forty first and forty second overall. What do you think about that? Lockett's fine. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about Montgomery that early. It has nothing to do with his talent or his ability. I'm just. I don't really think Tariq Cohen's going to lose touches from last year. He may not gain any. That's kind of what we thought at the beginning of the summer. But if he keeps the same number of touches, Mike Evans gets 80 touches. There's not enough for David Montgomery to be worth a fourth-round pick. But okay. I just think the way that they use Tariq Cohen, they're not Tariq Cohen is not a running back. He's more like their poor man's Tyreek Hill in that offense. Yeah, but with more carries. More, more carries, sure. But, I mean, you know, like, I don't know. David Montgomery, I mean, Jordan Howard was their... I think what they want David Montgomery to be is Jordan Howard, but without the obvious tell that they're running the ball. Yeah. And and if, if he can be that, then he's going to be at worst an RB2. Okay. So <sighs> what what is Mike Davis? What is Mike Not Davis? Not Mike Davis is involved. What I is just, Mike Davis' role? The fantasy industry is like all over. I mean, I, I like it. Mike Davis is fine. He's good. I'm not. I don't think he's going to be. Everybody's like involved. Mike Davis is going to destroy. If Mike Davis gets six carries a game, it destroys David Montgomery being an RB two. I want to hear what Adam Azer has to say. I, I no. I'm curious because David Montgomery. So the recent report that we see on Yahoo from uh, Therese Paler, Chicago is in love with David Montgomery. Uh, Again, we've talked about this for a long time. Yeah. This is something. This is part of the reason. The, did you see how the team reacted to his touchdown? I know they love him. Again, they're crazy about him. They love his style of play. So is Mike Davis getting nothing? I think Mike Davis is going to get Chester Taylor. You remember Chester Taylor when the Bears signed him way back when? They gave him seven million, and then he ended up doing jack squat. The other thing about David Montgomery is like if. If the Bears are the team that we think they are, and they have a really good defense. You hate the Bears. I do hate the You think the Bears' defense is terrible? Their offense is going to be terrible. I've seen it all over Twitter. You've been fighting with Bears fans for two weeks about how bad the Bears are. I think the Bears will clearly have a top 10 defense, right? And if the Bears are going to close out any games, they're going to do it by running the ball late. And that's when David Montgomery takes over. And I I get that we shouldn't read too much into the preseason, but I think you can – the one thing you want to look at when you read into the preseason, in my opinion, is running backs. And you can see it with the style of play that David Montgomery has that he can be a very special running back in this league if he's given enough touch. All right, let me recap the rest of round four and round five here. The draft is paused for the moment. So after, uh, after those pretty interesting picks of Lockett and Montgomery, who are, I would say, risers, Galladay, Cup, Godwin, you know, Cooper Cup 44th overall. Well, I just these receivers got pushed up. There's a bit of a receiver run. Cup, Godwin, Calvin Ridley. We only have one quarterback off the board at this point. Keep that in mind. That's another reason why these wide receivers. Nope, there's are... two. Uh, no, at this point in the draft where I'm reading. Uh, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, still in round four. Yes. Calvin um, Ridley, Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry. Would we all have taken to, uh, Tevin Coleman over Derrick Henry for the record? Yeah. Yes. yes. Especially in half-point PPR. Yeah. All right, so. Standard league, too, though. I think those picks make sense in terms of the rankings. We go into round five now, and now the tight ends are going to start coming off the board. Uh, Deshaun Watson was the first pick of round five. Cool with that. That was like eight picks after Mahomes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, love the addition for, of Duke Johnson for him. Josh Gordon, uh, definitely a guy I was considering, by the way, over Calvin Ridley. I mean, if I if like if I knew both were playing sixteen games, I do think Gordon would have better numbers than Ridley. How do you feel about that? 
I'm not sure I'd have them. I have them projected very, very similarly over 16 games. And I would rather have Gordon in non PPR. I'd rather have Ridley in PPR and in half PPR. It's probably a push. You you can't reasonably expect Josh Gordon to play 16 games. Like, nope. I mean, it's, it's like expecting Melvin Gordon to, to play 16 games this year. It's just like, you don't, there's so much unknown about it that it, if, if you're drafting Josh Gordon to be your wide receiver one or wide receiver two, which you're probably going to have to do now, given where he's going, you're, it's a lot of risk because it's just a guy who has a sorted past and could you know, anything could pop up at any moment with Josh Gordon and he could just disappear. Tevin Coleman, Melvin Gordon. You guys would have, t- I took Tevin Coleman. I didn't actually see Melvin Gordon on the board. I apologize for that, but I, I guess I probably would have taken Melvin Gordon over Coleman. Should that's what we should do. No, mm. I take Coleman. Yeah, I would too. All right. If I, Gordon, I, dude, if, Gordon, if Gordon is, if Gordon is, if the Chargers are not going to raise their offer to Gordon and Gordon is, is legitimately like locked in on this holdout, he's not coming back until week 10. Yeah. Like it, and, and he is, it's going to be a Lev Bell style situation. Uh, OJ Howard, yeah. Evan Ingram go back to back. Then Tyler Boyd, who, man, really could get off the grade. So Tyler Boyd, Philip Lindsay, 56th overall. How do we feel about that value? Oh, I'm fine. Right around where he should be. Yeah. yeah. AJ I, Green. I, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Which Bengals wide receiver do you have higher, Green or Boyd? I have Boyd higher. Green. Green. Okay. And then Heath took Hunter Henry. Ben Schrager took Sony Michelle. And Dave took DJ Moore to finish out round five. How did you feel about that pick, Dave? Uh, I didn't love it. It was more of a best player available type pick. And I also have a difficult choice to make here about Aaron Rodgers versus James White. Okay. I need a running back. I need a quarterback. The running backs that are left are James White, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, and I need a starter. So I'm I'm going to end up going with the safest running back starter left. No spoilers. Not going to have fun with this one and you, go with Sanders. Oh, you no. think it's definitely White over Cohen? No spoilers. Oh, I, I think it's White over. We're going to take a yeah. break. When we come back, Dave Richards is going to tell us who he's taking to start round six. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual-wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Dave, you're on the clock with the sixth pick. Who do you have so far okay, with, with so, your sixth pick? Right. So I took Travis Kelsey and Odell Beckham back-to-back. And then I took Josh Jacobs and Brandon Cooks back-to-back. And I've got these crummy back-to-back picks again. And I know Aaron Rodgers is staring me in the face. And I know it's great value in round six to take him. But I'm staying away from him. I'm going to go with James White. He's going to be the safest running back that's available at this point. Half PPR helps his uh, value quite a bit. And he's going to be my number two running back. It's not sexy it's not scintillating but it's just being the responsible fantasy manager that i am i kind of hate it I, yeah i don't know how safe he is in half people i don't like white or cohen i think he's totally in half. safe and white yeah. i don't like either of them. <laughs> you're taking eckler over white i'm taking Tariq cohen over white and in this oh format, my gosh so let's talk about guys who i are am so taking safe. austin eckler Yes, yeah. I'm going to set my team <laughs> up. I've got Michael Thomas and Levy on Bell in the first two rounds. Then I took Stephon Diggs in round three, Patrick Mahomes in round four, Hunter Henry in round five. So I did take a quarterback and tight end with my fir- two of my first five picks. And I still got Austin Eckler as my number two running back. So I've just got to find a running back for the final six weeks of the season now because I've got <laughs> starters for the first 10 weeks. Yeah, if Melvin doesn't play, you're in, you're in, you're in pretty good shape. It's just there. terrific. If he, and if, if he does play, you'll draft a lot more running backs now. You're going to have to, right? You're going to have to kind of have a backup plan in case Gordon shows up. I mean, that's the sort of Heath's MO anyway, though. I will be. T- yeah, back. I'll probably take five more running backs, maybe okay. four, four to five more running backs. Who are some that you might be targeting? I don't think I'm going to tell you no, that. No, you got you got to tell um, us. You got to tell us. 
we're, we're not going to do the rest of this draft on the podcast? No, we are, but I, I you know, I think it's important for the listeners. You know, that I'm not going to steal he, any of you guys. I was going to tell them as I targeted them. But he, okay, that's he, fine. Heath has mentioned on here. He he's thinking about Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Richard. Get all of the Redskins Anderson. guys. I'd, I'd love to get Latavius Murray. Um, I am interested in taking someone like Kalen Balaj or Miles Sanders. Shot Benny. Um, I might take LaShawn McCoy in round 10 plus again. And then you get into those rookies, the Darwin Thompsons, the uh, Devin Singletary's, the Daryl Hendersons, th- those guys a little bit later. Why didn't you take Lamar Miller? I feel like you've always been the Lamar Miller guy. Yeah, I don't think there's as much upside, at least until Melvin Gordon comes back, for Lamar Miller as there is for Austin Eckler. Okay. Um, interesting to note, uh, by the way, I'm on the clock. Your boy Cruz, who showed up late, wanted Le'Veon Bell yeah. at uh, five. If he'd taken Le'Veon Bell, I would have had Zeke at six, and Heath would have gone, maybe gotten Juju at 10. I probably would have had Michael Thomas and Tyreek. Yeah. Um, to set up my team very quickly, I'm on the clock, and I'm taking – uh, Miles Sanders, so the, the clock doesn't run out. Um, I uh, I opened up with Devontae Adams at six, then came back and got Joe Mixon in the second round, T.Y. Hilton in the third round, snagged Kenny, Kenny Galladay in this weird mall void of, of the fourth round, Evan Ingram in the fifth, and then Miles Sanders in the sixth. And I feel pretty good about my team. Um, I mean, T.Y. obviously can be a wide receiver one if, if luck comes back and is healthy. Uh, I think Miles Sanders is kind of underrated in drafts right now. Um, just if he's the guy in Philly, and they use, I mean, it's the first time Howie Roseman, I believe, has ever used his own high picks, like Sands, Andy Reid, a uh, high pick on a running back. Um, Evan Ingram, as we mentioned, is it you know him or Hunter Henry, whatever. Give me give me one of those guys, and I'm perfectly fine with Kenny Galladay, a potential third third year breakout wide receiver, even in a run heavy offense as my flex. All right, some of the other picks. Uh, well, actually, I'll recap round six in a bit, but I just made a pick that I really want your feedback on. I took. Latavius Murray, 70th overall, half PPR. It feels a little early. I would not have done it if I didn't have Alvin Kamara. But I felt like Murray, Latavius, Latavius Murray has value independently of Kamara, but also would be probably a superstar if Alvin Kamara got hurt. So I felt it was important for me to invest two picks in my first six in that Saints backfield. Um, and I'm okay with it. I want to know if you think that was an okay strategy to take both of those guys. And now I have four running backs, and I'm probably just going to load up on high upside receivers now going forward. I don't love it. I don't think you needed to do it. I have a hard time believing that one of the two people between you and your next pick were going False. to take Latavius Murray False. there because he just doesn't ever go in the top 75. Zach, Zach was going to do it. He As soon as I took um, he said, no, he was going to take him. He, he might have. Um but it like it's fine. I'm worried your wide receivers are. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not doing the usual like, you know, Brinson trashes Azer draft thing that I like to joke about in the chat. Like, I, I like your wide receivers are a pretty big concern. Yeah. Oh, and I'm about to take. I mean, Thielen and Ridley. Thielen like. and Ridley is. Yeah. I mean, but like Thielen, I feel. I mean, Thielen's not going to do what he. If, if you get the second half of 2018, Adam Thielen, you have a major, major problem on your hands. This is a this is a Dave Richards circa 2012 through yeah, that's right, yeah, really? that's right. With four running backs in the, the first six backs. rounds, when you can only start three. Yeah, and you know what? Like I, I'm okay with that because here's why. I know now. I know that I'm waiting on tight end. Tight end's gonna be one of my last picks, and quarterback as well. So I just took Will Fuller as my third wide receiver and potentially a flex. Uh, I'm just going to build out depth at, at running back and wide receiver and mostly wide receiver. I'm going to take high upside guys. My team right now through seven picks is Kamara, Carrion Johnson, Tevin Coleman at flex with Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, and Will Fuller at wide receiver. One of those guys will be on the bench. Um, I like Will Fuller a lot. I, I actually am okay with this team. It's not going to look great, but I think, you know, there's I, I'm going to have good running backs. I'm going to have four running backs to use. Granted, two are on the same team, and that's important. And... uh I, you know, zero RB does work, but it's it's better to do zero RB at the back end of the draft. Remember, I had the third overall pick. So, yeah, I went heavy on running back, and I'm okay with it. I think I'm going to end up liking this team. I, I actually I actually like it. I wish yeah, my number two wide receiver were better, but I'm cool with it. All right, but Will, you're on the clock. So, after okay, after this, this is, round. This, this spot stinks. What do you got? So, well, you're on. This is your I think I'm going to go. My, it's either Mike Williams or Allen Robinson. Um, I mean, I guess Chris Hold on, can I can I put something in your mind? Yeah, you sure can, Dave. Are you thinking quarterback? Uh, no, because there's a lot of good value at quarterback, and you're at 78th overall in the draft. 
I mean, I was, I mean, Cam, maybe. I think Cam or Carson Wentz will come back in eight. Okay. And I think these wide receivers will come off the board because the, the running backs are terrible. So I'm going to take Mike Williams as a potential touchdown hog in the Chargers offense. Okay. Do I hate or hate that pick? I mean, I I don't like. The I, I pretty much hate it. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I we don't know. We don't know what he is. We don't know how good he can be. Do you have Hunter Henry too? No, or he took Hunter Henry. No, no, I went Ingram. Yeah, if I'd gone Hunter Henry, I wouldn't gone Mike. Williams. It's interesting because there's a receiver run going on that you would have missed out on if you. Uh, well, no, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like, look at the running backs. Nobody is nobody is taking these running backs. Right. I think those quarterbacks will sit there for one more round, and so you pretty much have to. Plant your flag on what receiver do you want out of Sammy Watkins, Corey Davis. I probably should have gone to Manuel Sanders there. But if he's a 31-year-old guy Ooh, coming off an Achilles That's tear. early. That round seven for Manuel that's Sanders. That's just where he's early. going, man. I don't know if that's when where he's going. We don't know where he's going. against yet. a lot of these uh, receivers that we're talking about, I don't think it's too far off. We're talking about Emmanuel Sanders, and I'm still, I think he'll come back to you. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't want Dante Pettis right now. Or Larry no, Fitz. No. I mean, like, I think there's a, just as much a chance that Mike Williams can break out as there is that Allen Robinson has a monster season. Sterling, I mean, Sterling Shepard could be a really good player, but I already had Evan Ingram. That was probably the tie break for me. Mm -hmm. Sterling Shepard or Mike Williams. Did I have Hunter Henry or Evan Ingram? You know what I mean? Like I don't. Right, I, you I, don't want to. I don't want to be all in on the Giants. Yeah, offense. that's a bad offense. That's a, to be that's, all you don't in say that. that out, you don't say that out loud when you walk out of a Giants. <laughs> all right, got all the Giants. <laughs> Can't believe they drafted Daniel Jones. By the way, right? Uh, all right, Dave, you just made your uh, seventh selection here. What were you thinking, and what did you do? Uh, I knew that the quarterback talent pool would drain out between my two picks at the swing in seven and eight, and when I was up again in nine ten. I already made up my mind on the two players I was taking, so I took the quarterback first. It was Cam Newton, and uh, I, I think it's pretty good value to get him at the end of round seven, literally the last pick of round seven. Love it. And plenty of upside, perfect type of steal that you're looking for on draft day. So you, 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 you like Christian Kirk substantially over Mike Williams? I like Christian Kirk over Mike Williams. Okay. But not, I wouldn't not say substantially. I'd say close, yeah. Kirk has a far more realistic path, in my opinion, to being the number one receiver in his offense. Yeah. I, I can't, can't disagree with that. Would What's that? Can't disagree with that. That's a great Why point. can't you do You can definitely disagree with that. You think that Michael Williams... Who's more Who's more likely Allen? Who's more likely to get hurt? Keenan Allen or Larry... Larry, well, I haven't missed a game in 40 years, Fitzgerald. <laughs> um, I guess that's true. I don't... Like, I agree with you completely what you said just 15 minutes ago that the Keenan Allen injury thing <laughs> is overblown. Yeah. And so I think the 40-year-old Larry Fitzgerald's more likely to get hurt this year. Yeah. I just think the distribution in Arizona, like, I, I mean, I, could, I we don't know, yeah. I, I, it's, it's hard to guess. you got David Johnson in play there. Now, uh, I think Adam mentioned something about Akeem Butler, but that would, that would boost your case. I don't think Andy Isabella is going to come in and steal, you know, 90 targets from Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk. I mean, it was it was a close choice between right. those guys. I mean, I think I think both guys are probably wide receiver two maxes if everything breaks right, and more likely a guy that you're flexing in, um, you know, on a, on a bye week. So, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So Heath, I never got a chance to hear about your team and what you did. You had at that point uh, in the seventh round Patrick Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler. Michael Thomas, Stefan Diggs, and Hunter Henry. And then, okay, I see now you took Christian Kirk. So he's currently a starter for you. He's a flex. Yeah, I took Kirk. And honestly, I plan on taking a lot of other running backs. But what Will said was right. This, this is not the round for drafting running backs. And I may take like four or five or six running backs in a row, which sometimes leaves you really thin at receiver. I might only have three receivers. So I thought, you know, if I'm only going to have three, I'll take Thomas, Diggs, and Kirk. Maybe I'll add a fourth later. I may be done at receiver. Do you, Again, like, I mean, we, we mentioned this. I think I mentioned this earlier, but like, I can't stress it enough. Those first three rounds, you better come away with one, one elite receiver or you, I mean, like you have, you have to invest in receivers early because it, there's a secondary run and all of a sudden you're starting Corey yeah. Davis as your wide receiver too. Or, I mean, you know, even, I mean, like even Adam, and I'm not knocking it, but like Calvin Ridley is your wide receiver too. You you want two number one guys to be your top two wide receivers if you can get it. Well, but that's going to be impossible this year because there's really only eight receivers that you can look at and say, okay, these guys are superstars that can. No, no, no. Oh, I just, number one on your own number, team. Number one on their team. Right. But even if you go past that, you'll feel okay about Keenan Allen or Antonio Brown or Amari Cooper being your number one receiver on your fantasy. No. What do you well, mean? Not great. I mean, no, you won't feel. That, but that's <laughs> what's going to be left after those first eight receivers. But that's my board. point is that, like, and if you're picking early in round one. 
The odds of you getting Mike Evans in round two, I think at this point, pretty it's low. pretty slim. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no I understand. So you're just, if you're if you're if you were taking one of those elite backs, you were bypassing the opportunity for a, a top tier one. And you have to do it. You you absolutely have to. Do you don't it. have to. But you're well, going to take DeAndre me, uh, Hopkins over Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Hopkins was more valuable. I, let me weigh in here I, I'm because I, I'm the one who actually had the third pick, and I took I took Camara, <laughs> and then in the second round, I could have taken Keenan Allen. Mike Evans was off the board. But I took on Johnson, and when I did that, I did that with the assumption I was going to be a little bit weak at wide receiver. I'm fine with the trade-off. Now, keep in mind, this is half PPR. Had it been full PPR, I would have taken on Johnson. I still would have gone with that stud running back because those stud running backs, and I think he can be a stud, those stud running backs are more valuable than a guy like Keenan Allen in any format. Uh, so, whatever, I made the sacrifice. So, my team could have been, my team could have been uh, Alvin Kamara, Keenan Allen, uh, it, maybe Adam Thielen again. I could have gotten him, maybe. And um, Mark. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me, well, hold let on. me ask you this. And Mark Ingram, or right. it could have been instead of Ingram, Calvin Ridley, and instead of Keenan Allen, Carry On Johnson, which is what I have. I have Kamara, Carry On Johnson, Thielen, and Calvin Ridley. I have Will Fuller. I'm going to take more ups. I, I'm fine with it. I know I'm a little but, weak but wide think, receiver, but, but I'm fine with it. Like but, I said, but I think your 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 hypothesis here is incorrect. Like the drop off, maybe maybe you disagree, but to me, the drop off from Carryon Johnson to Mark Ingram is much smaller than the drop off from Keenan Allen to Calvin Ridley. I agree with that, but I still think Carryon Johnson's the best player there. I also didn't think Mark Ingram would necessarily be there for me, so you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure, but Tevin Coleman would have been there for me, so I could have you know I, I would have felt comfortable with that. Uh, you're right. I, if you if you love Mark Ingram or Tevin Coleman or Mar- Melvin Gordon as your number two running back, and you want to eschew Carryon Johnson, Leonard Fournette, those guys in round two, and take receiver receiver after you took one of those big four running backs, then yeah, be comfortable with Ingram or Tevin Coleman as your number two running back, and and do that. Let's take another break here on fantasy football today. We will get into round eight and nine and beyond when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Going to recap what you may have missed in the last couple of rounds. Round six, Dave took James White. Then it was Aaron Rodgers, Austin Eckler, D.D. Westbrook, 64th overall. Too soon? That's about right. I think it's a little too soon. Too soon for me. Uh, Tariq Cohen, Jared Cook. Too soon? 66th overall, Jared Cook? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Miles Sanders, Jarvis Landry. Too soon? 68th overall? Yes. I'm not taking him. Yep. All right, it's Jarvis Landry. Curtis Samuel went next. Would you take Samuel over Landry? Yes. Yes. Latavius Murray, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and Alan, and Robbie Anderson. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, 69th and or 71st and 72nd overall. Your thoughts there? Too soon for Alshon. Okay. I don't mind. Agreed. It, but, all right. Okay. I'm outnumbered. By, uh, by the way, the, the Jared Cook pick. Yeah. If you're in the round, if you're in the seventh round and you have filled out your starting lineup and have one reserve player and have an empty spot at tight end, you don't just have to take a tight end. Absolutely not. Wait, wait. You can grab like a Vince and even McDonald, if you can't Mark get Andrews, Jared Cook, keep piling up the guy, keep piling up wide receivers yeah. and running back. You can get Jared Cook or Delaney Walker. I think they're almost the same guy at this point. First. Not only that, Will was actually the sixth round, not the seventh round. Let's go to the seventh round. Yeah, thank you. Even better. Lamar Miller, Rashad Penny. How do we feel about Rashad Penny, seventy fourth overall? That's where he's going to go. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Great. I love it. I don't understand why people aren't higher on Lamar Miller. I I don't know. I, I love that you're becoming a Lamar Miller guy after yelling at me about Lamar Miller for five years. Yeah. I know. 73rd. That's great to me. Uh, Will Fuller. Are you, are you a Texans fan this year, Adam, with the Duke Johnson Lamar Miller combo? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will Fuller, Kenyon Drake. Matt Ryan, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Sterling Shepard, Baker Mayfield, Christian Kirk, Sammy Watkins, Cam Newton. I think those picks really seem to make a lot of sense, right? We got 
the quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield. We got this run of wide receivers, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. This is the this is the back. this is the tertiary wide receiver run that you need to be on the lookout for in your draft. If you don't have depth at that position, I got to drop tertiary. How good was that? Yeah. Uh, then then, uh, then you you need to be prepared to grab these guys now because they're going to come off the board. Like if you go if you go Kenyon Drake there, but you needed wide receivers, you're they're not coming back to you. Hey, sign up for Sportsline. Get some gambling advice. Get some fantasy advice. It's $9.99 a month, but your first month is only a dollar with the promo code HUDDLE. Go to Sportsline.com. Use the promo code HUDDLE. It is a great, great resource for sports fans. And you should be playing your fantasy football on CBSSports.com. The commissioner product is the best product. I, I have played on every site. CBS blows every site away. All right? Commissioner product. Get it at CBSSports.com slash FFT. CBSSports.com slash FFT. I promise if you're a real fantasy football fan, you're going to love it. Dave, here we go. You're on the clock with your eighth pick, 85th overall. All right, so if you remember, I took Cam with my last pick to end round seven, and I've been a responsible drafter <laughs> for, for, for this whole thing. It's time to start letting my hair down and get a little wild. I've got to reach with this pick. I've got to go with somebody who I would normally want to take maybe closer to round nine than the first pick in round eight, but I need running backs. And I, I like the upside in him. I am taking Justin Jackson of the Los Angeles Chargers. Heath, are you mad? So, I, were you, did you want him, Heath? I am more mad about the pick that happened right after that than I am the Justin Jackson pick. I was ready to take Kalen Balazs here. I did not... Um, oof. I did not have a good backup plan for <laughs> if Kalen Balazs was not there. I, I was not going to take Justin Jackson quite yet. I think it's fine. There's upside there. We're at that point in the draft. And when you're drafting where Dave is and kind of where I am as well, you don't really get to worry too much about what is average draft position. You have to go get your guys. Yep. I didn't get my guy, so I settled for Deion Lewis. Ooh. Deion Lewis is sort of underrated. Oh, yeah, totally. Is he? Like, like this, this, I, this is, I don't know if he's... Under- this is still 15 spots after where my projections actually have him. I think you had a shot at getting him on the way back in round nine. It's possible, Maybe. but I can't... I just missed Balazs and Jackson. I can't... I would like so to have a guy that I feel we comfortable We know that Derrick Henry is back at practice for the Titans. I think that's going to take away a lot of work from Deion Lewis. What's the difference between taking Lewis and one of these younger rookie running backs or second-year running backs? A Tony Pollard, for example. I can start right, Deion Lewis as a flex, even if Derrick Henry's fine. If Ezekiel Elliott's fine, Tony Pollard's going to be useless. Why didn't you take LeSean McCoy? But this is the point in the draft where you can take those chances. LeSean McCoy, a uh, Bucks running back, they were available. LeSean McCoy is the one that I expect will come back. No, he, he nobody know. wants LeSean McCoy. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, I bet LeSean is gone before. Is this too early for Jalen Samuels? Uh, not if you're an If you look at home. the running backs that are left and you don't want to deal with Okay, just all I needed was a firm. Do you have no? Oh, okay. oh no, you yeah, took, yeah, yeah. you already took Evan Ingram. But I don't, you don't need Jalen Samuels. Oh, uh, tight end joke, tight end joke. You already have a tight end. Yeah, you know yeah. the only reason he was listed at tight end in college, right? Because no coach has ever played him as a running back. No, 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 no. It's because the the voters, the ACC, didn't know how to handle. They wanted to get him on a team, but the but they like, they didn't know how to handle it, so they were like, so it was oh, like, it was like a tight end participation trophy kind of thing. They wanted uh, to make sure they could find a place for him. Sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. How would you describe? The position he played in, in college, H back. That's what they should have just put him at. He's not an H back on the all on the all ACC yeah. team. And that's what he's going to play for the Steelers this year. Yes, and yes I think he's yes. going to see a ton of snaps, a ton of targets, and I think he's going to get. Wait a minute, eight, find a eight plus touchdown catches. Okay. Wow. That's why. Wow. That's a bold prediction. Define a ton of touches. And a game. If, you, if we're talking, if we're, ta- if we're talking touches, yes. Ten touches per game. Yes. Yes. All right. They're not going to try. They know they need James Conner late in the season. They're not going to want to wear him down. They're going to mix in Benny Snell. They're going to mix in Jalen Samuels. And they're going to use Samuels in the red zone and in the passing game a ton. So you are you are like round two James Conner guy. You wouldn't take him in round one. Uh, no, I would just take, I would take wide receivers. Like I'm, like I'm just not. Right. Yeah, I'm not taking Conner. Yeah, I'm, 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 not in, opposite. I'm not in on Conner or Bell this year. Not as, not as like I don't like him. I just, I'm just taking wide receivers. There. Okay. Uh, recapping some picks here in this round, round eight. Uh, Justin Jackson, Kalen Balaj, Deion Lewis, Emmanuel Sanders, 88th overall. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Jackson, Jalen Samuels, Corey Davis, Matt Breida, Andrew Luck, Marvin Jones, and Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis played every first-team snap, 11 first-team snaps. He was in on all of them. So was Marquise Goodwin. Uh, LaShawn McCoy just went with the first pick Ooh. of round nine. 
By the way, I was the one who there took is. Andrew Luck. I took him 94th overall. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Are you going to take a second quarterback? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I'll take a second quarterback. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, I guess I don't sure really doing... have to. Because, you know, obviously... Well, it's a mock, so you, yeah. of course you don't have to. But if this were a real draft where you were playing for real cash, I think you'd want to try and protect yourself and get a quarterback on your roster already who could start for you in week one and two. Maybe. In case Luck's not ready to go. As long as I have waivers before week one, I don't care. Right, that's exactly. But then you're dropping exactly somebody that you drafted in the first place. Well, you, the point? because you're drafting oh. someone extra, and then you get to hold them for two weeks and see if they're any good. If you have to draft someone, you just don't draft that person at all. Okay, and if you're in a league where people are taking Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and who knows who else, you're not going to have those guys available to you to start at the beginning of the season. So I would use that roster spot on one of those quarterbacks. It could be your last pick, but do something to have a, a better backup plan than the typical waiver wire quarterback in week one. Uh, well, I don't Draft the your typical, quarterback. The typical waiver wire quarterback is going to be who, you know, it could be Philip Rivers. It could be somebody that I would draft anyway. I'd have Garai, to see. Garai, Garai, that's the point. Then if you, you could then do what Heath is suggesting. Jimmy G against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm feeling as good about Jimmy G as I want was. Exactly. Nobody's, nobody's feeling good about Jimmy G, which means you can I get know. him for free. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. I know you are. He's no less handsome than he was before. He's very handsome. Um, okay, so uh, into round nine now. LaShawn McCoy, Duke Johnson. I talked to on with, to Will yesterday or aired this morning on pick six. Guys, I think Duke Johnson could set a career high in carries this year, which would be, I think it's like 105 is his career high. Each of the last two seasons, the combination of Alfred Blue and Deontay Foreman, they've had about 160 carries, and, du- and Lamar Miller's still gotten his fair share. So could Duke Johnson get like 120 carries this year plus maybe 50 catches or so? Is that are we sleeping on him? No. Good answer. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think I mean I think I think Duke Johnson's fine a little bit under the radar because he's now no longer in an offense that is designed to ruin his value and submarine his ability to catch footballs. Like but we don't we don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean I think that when you look at Bill O'Brien's offense, right? I mean he ran the Patriots offense. He knows how to use these satellite backs. And Duke Johnson is just, like Duke Johnson and the Patriots would be a monster. So I'm not saying he's the same thing, but I do think that they will utilize him more, especially because you can take a running back who catches the ball to the backfield, like Duke Johnson, and you can mitigate the pressure that a bad offensive line allows on a quarterback by putting Duke Johnson in play. Yeah, I, I think there's some appeal there. And he went, Duke Johnson went uh, uh, 98th overall. Uh, then it was Mark. Great Les- pick by Sean. Valdez Scantling. Great pick, Sean. <laughs> then, J- then Jared. Go- oh, uh, who did he take? Darwin Thompson. Is that nope. the pick? Tyrell Williams. Oh, Tyrell Williams. Uh, and at an appropriate part in the draft, I might add. Sure. All right. So, uh, sorry. Round nine. Goff. Round nine started with McCoy, Duke Johnson, MVS, Goff, Fitzgerald, Daryl Henderson to Will, Tyrell Williams, Darwin Thompson. Jamison Crowder. We are now at 105th overall. Now we're at 106. Heath, what are you going to do at 106th overall? You know, I was considering taking Peyton Barber and then trying to get Ronald Jones coming back and just thinking, you know, I've got the Tampa Bay backfield locked up. There are two other running backs in this range. I'm, I'm only getting two of these four guys. I know Dave's not going to take Royce Freeman. He's basically <laughs> said he wouldn't take Royce Freeman in a 20-round draft. He hates Royce Freeman. I will would, definitely take would, Royce Freeman would, in a 20-round draft. I do think there'll be, if he's there in round so 16. I'm going I'm to take Darius Geis at the end of the ninth. I think there's more upside individually for both Geis and Freeman. And I think there's a, a decent chance that you draft Barber and Jones and you just never have anyone you want to start. I don't want either of those guys. Yeah. Dave wouldn't draft Royce Freeman if, like, Royce Freeman was drowning and could only be saved by being drafted by Dave. I would save his life. Maybe. No, I'm not. I would say I would not. I do not wish that type of harm on him. I saw you walk in the office yesterday and you're like, Royce Freeman is a loser. I didn't say he should drown. <laughs> Royce Freeman needs no, to be drafted. Take on the loser. It's a little brutal, you know. Royce Freeman uh, should be a top one hundred. Ben Schrager took a guy that I wanted in Tony Pollard right in front of me. Hmm. What are you gonna do, Dave? You're on the clock. If yeah, Jordan Howard's gonna be one of the picks, which is not pretty, but he's gonna be my RB four. I can live with. I'm sorry. Why? Why Tony not? Pollard, Tony Pollard and Daryl Henderson are two bullets I want to shoot. In- yeah, yeah, yeah. And Darwin Thompson's a third bullet, and he's not there. Yeah. And uh, Damian Harris is someone I like a lot. So. I, uh, so Dave, why not take yeah. Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber? I mean. 
I'll make the case for Ronald because Jones. I think it's going to be a mess. I think that backfield is going to be a mess, at, and I just at don't first, but but couldn't you see a scenario where oh, Peyton Barber's not good? We know Peyton Barber's not good. Could you see a scenario kind of like how we feel about Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, where by week four they're just like, okay, Ronald Jones, it's your show. Well, it could also be. It could be the Ronald Jones show with Andre Ellington co-starring as a third down back and uh, Dari Ogunbowale mm-hmm. working in as well. Or there's a running back that's out there in the world that isn't on their roster who comes onto their roster. I think it's a it's a total smorgasbord of crapola in that backfield. I don't want any piece of it. I don't I don't feel good about any of those guys. Versus that Philip Lindsay, at least we've seen it from him. We've yeah. seen what he's capable of doing. We've seen what Peyton Barber is capable of doing, and it's just not great for fantasy. The only other thing I'll say is that Barber is a good target in zero RB when you're this late in the draft. So if I had really gone crazy with other positions before running back, and I'm up in round 10 and Peyton Barber's still there, I'm dancing to have Peyton Barber on my team. But in this case, I'm looking for a fourth or a fifth running back on my squad. Peyton Barber doesn't do it for me. He took Royce I wanted Freeman. Royce Freeman. I wanted Royce Freeman. Why? And because he, uh, he's drowning, I want to save him. Oh, okay. Well, he'd save him. Yeah. <laughs> Got a couple he's of tight ends. Save me off the board. Round, round 10. ten. Yeah. Austin Eckler loses his job. Royce Freeman starting for the Broncos. Awesome. <laughs> you're gonna get like four fantasy points. You, you're really over. Like, yeah, you're overblowing. You're really overblowing how bad he was when you it's don't. It's not wanna... how bad he is. As much as it is, as much as it is, how frustrating this Broncos run game is going to be. I see. I'm not buying that. I think that you don't think they're going to use three guys. Well, they might use three guys, but I think that you're going to see it. But I think you're going to see a team that is going to run the ball a ton. And once Mike Munchak gets a few more weeks coaching up this offensive line, mm-hmm. it's going to start to gel. And one of these guys is going to break out. And at that cost, I mean, a tenth round pick, give me Royce Freeman all day. All right. Okay, guys. Good luck. I hate. I hate this spot too. I just hate all these. Who you um, gonna pick? Oh, the the Peyton Barber you know potato what? is in your lap now, Will. <laughs> no, I'm going to take a top five quarterback. Lamar, oh, Jackson? Lamar Jackson, outstanding job, outstanding. There's three teams that if you were ranking quarterbacks, he would be in your top five, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. Not in six point per pass touchdown leagues. Is it six? Yeah, yeah, it's six. Or whatever. <laughs> no, no, probably not. He'd be top ten though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's tenth for me. You can't expect me to read the rules. <laughs> it's an eight a.m. podcast. Come on. Uh, uh, but right. I did know. But I will point out too. This is one thing that this is a pretty easy fantasy strategy. But I think sometimes people miss out on it. If you're waiting on quarterback. Go, go and you're using the CBS Fantasy Commissioner, and you should be using it. Go bang that little roster grid button and see who else is waiting on a quarterback. If there's somebody else who's going to draft a quarterback coming up after you, go ahead in the tenth round, make your pick now, so you get the guy you want to get, as opposed to somebody sniping. You. And likewise, if you hit the roster grid button and you see that everybody after you has a quarterback already, Don't, you know that exactly. you can wait around exactly. to get your quarterback, and then it's an even better value. Mm-hmm. I'm about to friendship strategy the hell out of this. I took Marquez Valdez Scantling. And I just took Geronimo Allison in round 10. So we're about done with the show, guys. Final five minutes. What we're going to do is we're going to recap our teams, the first 10 picks. Uh, None of us have kickers or DSTs. We only actually have one bench spot left. Oh, by the way, somebody in the draft room said, Adam, you're killing me. So I guess I made a good pick. All right, here's my team. Picking third overall in a half PPR league. Starting Andrew Luck right now. Obviously, I I anticipate quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Andrew Luck, Alvin Kamara, Carrion Johnson, Adam Thielen, and Calvin Ridley. Tevin Coleman at flex. And on my bench, I have Latavius Murray, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Geronimo Allison. And I have Will Fuller, who I really like. I don't have a tight end, so that's a problem. But overall, I, I actually think this is a good team. I know I'm not great at wide receiver, but taking two Packers guys and Will Fuller, I think there's upside there that I can you know fill in the blanks. And maybe Calvin Ridley has a huge year. We'll see. So you, you like made it. this harder on yourself than you had to, but I, I, you pulled it off okay. I'd give you a B minus. Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, Will, you had the what six pick? Six pick overall. Uh, I almost got Zeke Elliott, which would have drastically changed how this all unfolded for me. But uh, you know, you used your uh, overbearing commissioner powers and, and gave that to to Cruz, and I got. Uh, I started with Devontae Adams, which I'm fine with. So land Adams at one. Um, I, look, I, as I mentioned just a minute ago, I took Lamar Jackson. I just want to point out his schedule. He starts with the Dolphins. Uh, Cardinals, Chiefs, and Browns. There's a very good chance that he has 60 to 75 rushes in the first four weeks minimal. There's a very good chance. He can get you off to a very good start. And so I think Lamar, that's why I like firing that Lamar Jackson bullet late. Uh, Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders are my starting running backs. 
I've got Jalen Samuels and Daryl Henderson on the bench there. If Todd Gurley somehow falls apart, Henderson's a, a, a league winner. And you know Sanders is a little concerning, but I know that Samuels with it in this half-point PPR can step in and be be that guy. And then a wide receiver, I feel pretty loaded. Devontae Adams, as I mentioned, T.Y. Hilton, Kenny Galladay, who I'm starting at flex, uh, Evan Ingram at my tight end position. I would give myself an A+. Plus. I, we generally agree more than we do on this roster. Um, you don't like it? I, I don't love it. I don't, I don't think you have a number two running back. And I think you missed out on opportunity to have a better number one wide receiver, but I'll give you a B. It's slightly better than Adams. So if I'd go on Juju instead of Devante, guys, we have we have literally like two two a minute and a half left. So I, I am apologizing for cutting you off, but Heath, give me your team. Yeah, I uh, started off with a wide receiver, Michael Thomas. Took Le'Veon Bell. My starters are Patrick Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler, Michael Thomas, Stephon Diggs, Hunter Henry. And I guess Christian Kirk, I've got three running backs on the bench, Royce Freeman, Darius Geis, and Deion Lewis. I didn't really catch all of it, but I just give it a D. Uh, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave uh, who do you get at, at 12? What'd you okay. end up with? Uh, my first pick was Travis Kelsey. Remember, I had the back-to-back picks, so I took Odell right after him. Uh, rounds three, four, Josh Jacobs and Brandon Cooks. Rounds five, six were DJ Moore and James White. Rounds seven and eight were Cam Newton and Justin Jackson. The lineup is Cam. White, Jacobs, Beckham, Cooks, Kelsey, and DJ Moore. I like this team a lot. James White is the weak spot in the lineup. That's fine. Last year, he finishes the number eight running back in PPR and the number eight running back in half PPR. I don't think he'll be quite that good, but I still think he's fine as a number two fantasy running back in half PPR. What's a bigger weak spot? James White as your number two running back or Josh Jacobs as your number one? I Heath, think Jacobs is going to be just I, I really don't like Heath's team. I, I, I'm not even trying to be a jerk. I don't. Li- I just don't like Christian Kirk, Deion <laughs> Lewis uh, as a bench player. I don't know. I do- Stephon Diggs concerns me. About half his games, he's had 50 or fewer yards over the last two seasons. I don't know. I don't like the team. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm the host. Sorry, Heath. I, I, love, the, I love the start. I don't think it went bad. Um, Glad you got to talk. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> We're running out of time. By the way, he's team sucks. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Will for joining us today. Thank you so much for all of you for listening and for all of our drafters being a part of it. Very much appreciated. We will be back tomorrow. Get all pumped up for the telethon. We'll talk to you then. Dave? Na-na-na-na-na-na. Uh,